Financial support for the products of the Ride On Network comes from Bose Restaurant, located at 2304 Thomas Drive in beautiful Panama City Beach, Florida. Bose is open Monday to Friday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. and offers some of the best food in the Florida panhandle. Different daily specials every day of the week with fresh sides, which creates a unique experience every time you return to Bose. For takeout orders, catering, or any other questions, contact them today at 850-775-1828. Also, from our friends at KL Skaggs Heating and Air, LLC. Summer is here, and as we know, these Florida summers are brutal. If you have any HVAC needs, HVAC is the actual word for that, repairs or questions, you should contact the company that is locally owned, locally operated, and offers above and beyond service day or night. And that company is KL Skaggs Heating and Air. Call them at 850-238-5414. Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for stopping by. We are reunited, and it feels so damn good. Welcome to the Ride On Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Wright, here, as always, with my boy down in Tampa, Florida, the OG, Mr. Marcus Wisner. What is going on, everybody? And by the way, Kyle, that is a great shirt you've got going on over there. Hey, let's go Bolts, by the way. We're taking it home tonight. They gave, them the, they gave Montreal the pity win in Game 4, taking it back down to Tampa tonight. Let's mm. fucking go Bolts. I'm just going to go ahead and get that one out there. Not PG rated, guys. Not your grandfather's grandfather's sports show. I tell you what, the Bolts have definitely made more noise than that, uh, than than Hurricane Elsa last night. I tell you that. We did not, yeah, there was nothing that came through here. It was pretty, pretty easy stuff. But as always, for my spill on here, uh, make sure you guys are are following all of our social media platforms uh, on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. In the Facebook page, just look, just make sure you're searching for Right on Sports or the Right on Network pages, and also too, uh, make sure you're uh, subscribing and following our uh, Spotify and Apple Podcast pages. You know that's how we uh, obviously you guys can get our listens from that. But yeah, it's been a while. Well, uh, yeah, I was gonna. It has, been a while. It has not been that there. long for you, asshole. It has not Sweet been that transition. long. <laughs> oh, of course. This. You hear the voice. He's not here in studio, and for some reason, that makes us just a little bit more comfortable. Mister Nick Gurley, how you doing? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not bad. I'm over here in Montgomery, so I'm not great, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, uh, but uh, I mean, all I've seen is Roll Tide and Auburn stuff. So mm-hmm. I don't like either one of them. So God rest his soul. Please wear a mask. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't want to catch any of the Auburn. Um, but. uh yeah, so everybody, please share the stream. That's the most important thing for us right now. Trying to get some of those, some more uh, listeners and and views. So please share the stream. And, and a, I'm going to introduce. Oh yeah, go ahead. Our show bitch. Yeah. Because I tried to change that. He's on camera he tonight. Is back to his normal. And I know he's sitting in my seat, even though I can't see him right now. But you <laughs> son of a bitch, if you fart one time in my seat, we are going to fight. Too late. <laughs> that was the first thing i did when i got in so oh, he's actually boy. sitting right under the bright light here in the studio and i thought that his shirt was colored that way but oh. is that are those dirt stains yes how, do, how how do you get dirt on your collarbone on my collarbone when you slide head first you're not supposed to slide shoulder first you you're supposed to go ch- nick <laughs> nick tell him how to slide teach me <laughs> 
True. Have you even have you ever slid before? <laughs> like in slow pitch yeah, softball, you're diving head first. Hey, spiders he with his feet spiders with his is everything, down. bud. Spiders is yeah. his hands down. If, if I slide, I'm going head first. I'm not going feet. I'm not going feet first. I'm going but head first. I was sliding head first oh, into that. home and trying to dodge the tag. I guess I'm, I'm 300 pounds though, so diving head first <laughs> doesn't. Uh, it's not one of those things that appeals to me. I don't really know if I don't even know if the uh, if the ecosystem can take it out at like Frank Brown Park if I dove head. <laughs> I don't because that's a sprinkler head or something. Yeah, dude. <laughs> magnitude 7.5. Got uh, all kinds of bad shit happening. Hey, guys, we um we are like here on the right on sports page like we we're doing a lot. But I uh, want to let you guys know for the network side of things, um, things seem to be stepping up a little bit for us. We have a big month coming up here in the month of July. Um, go make sure you check out our uh, Facebook page for any updates. We've got a new fantasy football show starting next week. Um, audio, that's going to be an audio only show, but that's going to be Marcus and Drew. We've got that coming to you guys next week. Of course, we're in full I'm force. I'm excited now. about those shitty takes. Oh yeah, shit, 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 From which Joe side? Burrow, round one. You gotta go with Joe Burrow. Oh, get a quarterback. You gotta go a quarterback first. I, t- I, t- I tell you what. I tell you what, Nick. The steeper you have to listen to week week three, the steeper so it could be absolutely <laughs> wonderful. Okay. <laughs> and why are you drafting a quarter? I my steepers from from what, listening to Nancy Pelosi. Okay. Why, why oh, are you we're going, going political now? Great. And Nick, why are you going quarterback so high? It's kickers. It's kickers, man. Yeah, it's kickers and defense. Don't you know this? Shit? Come on, first overall. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Do you not play ten points per field goal? Like are we that's what Kyle. A, are we going to get a league together? Are we going uh, <laughs> to? We, we have to. Yeah, Kyle puts uh Kyle puts leagues together with two quarterbacks and touchdowns are worth seventeen points and all kinds of other bullshit. But um, are we putting a league together for uh, for us? Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's it to the fantasy I would love championship to take all your draft. Money. You got to right. <laughs> you got to. But yeah, as I said, uh, we're also recording our very first episode of Nerd Culture Undisputed this month. Yeah. Oh man, woo! That's going to be hosted by Nick. Of course, um, I I know that I'll be on the first episode. I know that we're going to be having, uh, I think, Scott Hollinsworth on the first episode. And I'm working on a new voice to come on that episode. My cousin Liam. Um, it, it's going to be so good, man. We're this. We've been working so hard on this thing for, I think, since we announced the the Ride On Network. This has been an idea, and we're very excited for that. So that's coming this month as well. So make sure you guys are paying attention. Uh, we're going to create social media pages for all that new stuff that's going on as well. But um, today. We are um, actually starting what is going to be a nine-week adventure uh, here on the Ride On. You guys remember we did No Sleep Till Baseball. We did six weeks of that. We covered every division. We're going to be doing the same thing for the NFL starting next week with every division. But starting today, we're going to be talking a little bit more about these storylines that have, um, that have. I don't want to use the word plagued, but have, um, you've got a couple storylines that are obviously plaguing the NFL. I mean, you've got the Aaron Rodgers stuff. We've got a 17-game season this year. We've got all kinds of funky stuff. And, of course, we're going to be making some uh, individual accolade picks as well and players to look out for. So I want to start with Mr. Nick Gurley. Yesterday, we had the match 4.0. It was Aaron Rodgers and Bryson DeChambeau against Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson. And Aaron Rodgers dodged the question of, are you going to be a Packer? Are you going to be a Packer? He dodged the question all day. Do you think he starts week one? I think he starts. I mean, regardless of what team he's on, but I think he's going to be a Packer. I mean, I, mean, I, I don't, I, I just don't see him being somebody who, who waits out. I feel like that's something you do for your first contract. And I understand that he hasn't had, uh, 
you know, it, the support or whatever. I mean, you know, he's pissed off with whoever it is that they draft, no matter what. Um, I don't know who would who would have made him happy, honestly. Well, this year, this year is different, but last year they, you know, they drafted a quarterback in the first round. Well, yeah, man. Joe, I mean, Jordan Love, diff- I mean, yeah, that's different. But if you were going to sit out, sit out last year. I mean, what, yeah, what's your point now? Your MVP season. Now you got the numbers on your in your favor. Right. So you, so you think you start in week one in Green Bay? Uh, yeah, I do. I, I think this is all just to con- continuously have uh, himself and Green Bay in the limelight the entire time. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, we're running out of time here. I mean, we're like three weeks away from the preseason, I think. Has he showed up to any of the uh, the mandatory or anything like that? No. No. No? Okay. Well, he doesn't really need it, if you no, want to not, be honest. Not necessarily. Really matter. We, know he yeah. put, we know he putts good as hell. What do you think, Marcus? I think if uh, Aaron Rodgers was going to be traded from Green Bay, it would have happened on draft night. Yeah. Right. Uh, he'll, he'll be in Green Bay week one playing because – I just don't. There's the only team I see offering anything would have been Denver, and I see like little, you know, things here and there on Twitter, little, little rumors here and there. But other than that, I don't see a whole lot of activity regarding him. And plus, his market questions. got really small after the draft, didn't it, Marcus? Well, that and the thing is, I mean, I know think- his market is massive. His market is thirty teams, but I'm just, right. you know, you know, I'm just saying, like his actual market of trading. Mm-hmm. People aren't going to give up somebody super young and very good for Aaron Rodgers right now. Well, there's they're there's trying team, to take advantage. Yeah, well, teams need to if you're going to trade for someone of his age and his contract, it needs to be like one piece left. And the fact yeah. that you know the Niners offered the third overall pick and the and Green Bay hung the phone up, they're not the, he he's starting week one. Yep. Because how many quarterbacks were drafted in the first round? It was what five, right? Yeah. Yeah, yes. so there was five teams that needed a quarterback basically that night, and they and none of them wanted to call Green Bay and offer you know their pick for for him. So he'll, if you he'll want be me a- to be honest. I, I think that this question is just tried at this point. I mean, it's just it's just been asked so many times, and for two straight years, right? It's been the same thing. Oh, is he? Oh, how pissed off is he going to be? Is he going to do something? What's he going to do? Blah blah mm-hmm. blah. I just I, he's going to play. He loves to play football. He just came off the best year he's ever had, or at least one of them, and he's had several of them. So you can't tell me that the team really hasn't given you anything. You just had an MVP caliber season, and you won the MVP. I think it's because, man, that a lot of people thought the same situation, the same question, the same mindset with Brett Favre, and then Brett Favre ended up going to the Jets and then eventually to the Vikings. But I think it was vice versa, but. It was it was the Jets. He retired, then went to the Jets, then retired, then unretired, then went to the Vikings. Okay. Yeah, it was. It was. Is that the right? Is that the right order? I thought it was the other way around, but I, I do remember he took the Jets to the AFC Championship game. That was, whew, man. We don't but, know what we're doing here. Yeah, yeah, no, we have no clue. <laughs> Good thing I have a show bitch sitting right across from me. Um, my, yeah, you ins- know, I feel like we shouldn't run into these problems anymore. I feel like the fact that Drew hasn't spoken <laughs> up and just said, Hey, this is what's going on. I got boom, it. Boom. What are we doing? Show bitch bad again. I mean, it was bad. Atlanta, then Green Bay, then the Jets, then Minnesota. Oh God, Atlanta. We Brett favor, right? Is that, that's who they Favre. 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 <laughs> um, I, I agree with you, Nick. Uh, the, the question has been burned out. I just had to put it in there for, I mean, because oh, it is the question. I mean, everybody wants to know what we think. Yeah, especially I mean, you, Kyle. Everybody wants to know what you think. Yeah, thank but, you, thank you. I appreciate that. But I mean, and they, and it is just, the people deserve to know. They're the people. Yeah, I think so. I think so. You, you know what I want to know? What do you want to know? 
do you does anyone else know what Brett Favre's middle name is? What is it, Levi? Who gives a fuck? Lorenzo, I mean, football player. Who gives a damn what his middle <laughs> oh, name oh. is? Well, he's from fucking Mississippi. That doesn't. <laughs> Lorenzo. Lorenzo. <laughs> hey, I'm All right. Close with the L name here. I mean, yeah, you yes, were. You were. Yeah. <laughs> whenever you, whenever you said, I was like, oh my god, how does he? Know? Was, he was he Wranglers? I think he was Wrangler, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. I was still wrong. I was wrong <laughs> for being right. I mean, <laughs> um, who wants to take this second question? I can't okay. see it, so go uh, ahead. I, oh, that's I, good. I, I ta- I'll, I'll take it because I can see it. Um, <clears throat> so uh, how do you feel about 17 games for this upcoming season? So I'm a, I'm a little worried that it's going to be a little overkill. I know that the season's starting a little earlier. I know it's starting a little bit later. I think there's only three preseason games. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know that it's good because you're not going to have anybody sitting at 500. I mean, the worst case scenario, they're going to be 8-8-1, something like that which ties are fucking stupid. There's no ties in any sport. I don't know why they're in professional football. Uh, prof- uh, professional baseball will play to, I mean, what did the Braves play to a couple of years ago? 18 innings. Uh, yeah, they played two whole games. Yeah. They will literally play two whole games until they have a winner, but the NFL will end in a tie. That's fucking stupid. But you're, you're I think, gonna, you know, you know what would be cool as shit is if they went to a field goal kickoff. Oh, that'd be cool from like, <laughs> like I just a shootout in hockey. That shit would be dope. Give me college overtime. The, uh, yeah, college overtime. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I want right there. Stats don't count. Like you're not. I know it's going to mess up a lot of records. Let's just take stats away. Like it's not a statistical thing. We're just trying to score. My God, fantasy football would be amazing with the college overtime. Oh, role. God, <laughs> you could have eight touchdowns in like one game from yeah. like a just a random running back one week which does <laughs> um yeah so i i mean i am a little worried that it's going to be overkill but i know it's going to be good for teams like miami um because i mean last year miami won 10 games and missed the playoffs so this year mm-hmm. they're going to have more of an opportunity to to get that 11th win that 12th win that they might need and still have the five or six losses and i mean it's really realistic to lose that many games but it's also realistic to win that many many games so I think it's good for teams like that. I don't think it's good for teams like uh like Dallas who have had team who have had problems staying healthy. I don't mean that in a bad way, Marcus, but you know I'm right. Um I don't think oh, you're right. I don't think it's a good thing for teams like Buffalo who are um are um, not Buffalo, Baltimore, who rely on the run because now you're talking about running your guys oh, yeah. in extra extra sixty minutes, like in the regular season. Yeah. This is before you get to I the think, playoffs. I think if you're gonna implement extra weeks for the regular season you need to do an extra bye week because there's there are teams out yeah. there, y'all, that don't have a bye week till week fourteen. Mm. Like, oh my god, thirteen straight weeks of football, and then they finally get a break. That's a lot. So man. should it have been like an eighteen week regular season, and then have two two bye weeks instead? Yes. Add a game and then add a bye week. Yeah, like so you, every team gets a bye week from week one to nine, like just staggered with that, and then the, you okay. know everybody gets it from ten to eighteen. They get it staggered through that. Because, I mean, I think, doesn't college football basically do that? Or some teams do that? Some, I know Alabama basically has six bye weeks because they play, you know, cupcake mm-hmm. teams and things like that. <laughs> but, you know, it's, that's what I'm saying. But uh, naturally it's speaking. Like it's only I, ACC fans who say that stupid shit. I mean, oh, you're an SEC. You're a, you're a Florida fan. It's you, only you ACC fans that say that. Too. Like, like, Florida State plays all these amazing teams. Every okay. single week, get the hell out of here! Okay, sorry. No, half of half of Florida teams get the hell out of here. Half of Florida State's in conference opponents are on par what with I what mean. Alabama and LSU and Georgia oh, and God. Florida play. 
Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, I apologize. Oh, LS, oh, I'll say SEC. Clemson. Clemson gets about four bye weeks a, a season. Is that okay, does that make you feel go. better? Who does Alabama play? Who does Alabama play? They play LSU if LSU's good that year because LSU is either really good or they fucking suck. Okay, iron Bowl. so, so they, get, they get the Iron, iron Bowl. Bowl. Auburn's the same way. They're either really good or they fucking suck. It's the same way play, for Auburn. Don't forget they play Rutherford mostly and but, Bay yeah, High at least. Oh, but, <laughs> but then they got to play Tennessee, and they hype that game up every time. Like Tennessee's <laughs> worth the shit. Like they, they can't do even, hype that game up. They, they hype that game up for Florida as well. And I'm like, dude, when are we get? This there's is, no chance. This is there's, really yeah. tired. I mean, they they have no chance. They hype that game up every year. So don't give me that. Alabama does play <laughs> nothing but cupcakes. They even their conference schedule is horrible. They their toughest game every year is Texas A and M, and it's a miracle if Texas A and M scores over 25 points. In any game, so, but are we also talking about the team that won the national? Are we talking about the team that literally beat the other best teams in the nation? Well, it's That's great when you're well rested. Right well, I mean, listen, this Alabama team was different. They were built different, but it's pretty nice when you play high school teams all year. You're not going to get hurt. I mean, I mean, Florida State ran off that for years. Look now that now that Oof. college athletes are going to get now that college athletes are getting paid. Okay, like Alabama doesn't have to hide it anymore. They can. Give everybody that Mercedes sponsorship money. They can get that Nike dealership money. You know they're they're gonna break. I can say the difference in Alabama and every other team is that it's still Alabama. So no matter if they go undefeated, it doesn't matter who they play. They can play all D two teams, and they're still gonna go out there and and go undefeated, and they're still gonna be in the playoffs. Okay, I don't. I'll, I'll be the icebreaker here. Let's transition back to the original question of the 17 <laughs> Look games. At you. But first of all, looking at their schedule, it is kind of easy. I'm not going to lie. They they play Southern Miss, Mercer. They play Tennessee, New Mexico State. Miami. Oh, my goodness. Miami. They play Florida this year. I mean, really, they're – in Florida, we don't – I mean, it's such a question mark this year. You have no idea what the hell is going to happen. Who knows how good Florida – like, Florida's – I think Florida's going to be that team this year. They're either going to be really good. Or they're mm-hmm. going to go back to like seven wins. It depends on who's their quarterback. Emory Jones, who who's going to be their quarterback? It, it's all going to. Well, if Jones Emory, if Emory Jones starts, they're going to struggle. Yeah, Emory Jones is going to be their quarterback. Yeah, mm-hmm. he they, they're going to struggle to begin the year because he's not. He he. I don't think he has it. The, so the 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 only difference in Emory Jones, and on any other team, is the fact that Dan Mullen will change his entire scheme to fit his quarterback. Yeah, that's, well, that's yeah, good. He's done that his True. entire career. That's good. Do what? So we're, we're going to be a running team this year. We're not going to throw the ball that much. We're going to throw it, but it's not going to be that much. And but we're going to run the absolute fire out of the can out I, of the ball. Can I just ask real quick? What the fuck happened? Seventeen games in the NFL. How, how do we? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what the fuck happened. <laughs> That's literally I what know. I was trying to do for like a couple minutes ago. You guys were continuing. I was like, you know what? I'll just let you. I feel like it's I like burning I, inside of you. So I need you to release that energy. I need you to. <laughs> I need you. And then once you release it, you're fine. But yeah, 17 games, Nick. How do you feel about it? That's one more than 16, right? Absolutely. I mean, great math. football Bay, is a Bay, good thing. Bay High, Bay High School alumni, ladies and gentlemen. Right yes. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But uh, yeah, set, more football is always a good thing. Yeah, I don't give a damn. These guys are making millions of dollars, and this Ooh. is something they train for every single day. Go out there, go play some more football, and go whoop some more ass. That's I mean, a fair assessment. I, I don't know man. what else to say. I love it. That's a fair assessment. I mean, that's one hundred. I love you. Fair. Get paid millions and millions and millions of dollars to play a game. Mm-hmm. Go play and go, go knock some shit out so, of the ball. I mean, so with the people. 
So I know like with the preseason, with the four weeks, one of the reasons why it worked was because it was uh, each week you had to cut down a roster and then eventually it went to the, the 52 man roster. I wonder how it's going to work if they're just going to divide it to thirds now, because you got to think the preseason allowed guys that weren't starters to basically get a shot at being on the, on the starting team or at least a shot at the practice squad. But when you right. cut it down that one extra week, it's not so much as far as the starters not playing it's for the guys who we don't know about that's literally what it's for and on one side i'm like great i love seeing regular season games but on the other side it's like you're taking that one extra week could potentially mean we may not see somebody that's actually good and they get cut just because you know they get six snaps all preseason i'm willing to bet you will sorry drew but i'm willing to bet that you will not see um you will not see a superstar player play more than 10 combined minutes this preseason. You mean like just the first regular season game or the first preseason, they might get a couple, like a couple possessions in and that's it. I think they day. might play one or two series one possession. Yeah. Like yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. One. Yeah. One possession, one or two series in the first game, one series in the second game, and then they will not touch the field again. Yeah. I mean, cause like I said, that was the whole pur- purpose of the preseason. It wasn't to, you know, kind of drag out for the regular season or right. it was basically roster cuts and give the, give the, guys that we don't know about an opportunity. So I wonder how that's going to work. Hopefully it doesn't screw anybody over. Um, but I am in favor of more games because obviously regular season is just absolutely amazing. Well, talking on uh, talking on not giving a guy a shot, I was just going to say maybe, maybe they get cut and end up going. That's just a win in the book for the XFL or the CFL or whoever, whatever, whatever, comes after that like they just go there and show out and shine and then they get back on an nfl roster we did uh we I did do learn hope that, that the xfl is coming back te- so. go ahead i'm sorry no, you're fine. Uh, i i do hope that like the xfl becomes more of a like a stepping stool or like a minor league like yeah. a G league nfl yeah like a g league like i i because you you are right drew the people who get cut but the the issue is is that we see a guy go out there in the fourth game of the preseason and it's a fourth round running back that we're like, holy shit, this guy. And it's the fourth game. And we're watching him actually go against other guys that were drafted in the fourth and fifth round. Right. Mm -hmm. So how good is he? Right. You really don't know. It's not like he's out there going against ones. He's got fours. He's got threes and fours blocking for him going against threes and fours on the defense. But I mean, mean, so how good is he? I would counter that argument with you could tell the difference between this guy's only playing good because of of who he's playing against to wow that that's uh that's impressive no matter what. Does that make so sense? I, yeah, I have a question, but does that only work for uh uh position players? What do you because, mean? Because like running like, backs, run running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, because mm-hmm. You can't tell that on a offensive line. Well, right. if you're just I mean, complete, I, I don't. I if, can't do an analyst uh, style that way. I I couldn't tell. Well, if you're if you're just an offensive lineman out there completely manhandling people, of course you're going to get noticed. But still, if you're a defensive if, I'm lineman, about specifically the fourth game, the f- oh, okay. like, like that last game that like the starters have been out. Everybody, mm-hmm. I mean, nobody's even really paying attention to anything outside of. These are the fourth and fifth round guys, the guys that are right there on the verge of maybe getting cut, the undrafted free agents. I mean, and then we see that one running back that is just blazing by everybody. It's like, well, hell, I mean, where did he come from? And is he really that good? Or is he just going against, you know, fours and fives? 
Well, it's also from the standpoint of if you know your head's on the chopping block, if you know you're you're one of the last few guys and the and you know you're being looked at from a microscope, you've got to do every single thing correct. You've got to have every assignment, every route you run, every block, every time. You can't have any holdings. You can't have anything. Everything has to be exactly perfect. And that's just another way that it gets that you get. Weird way to say it, but it just gets you unnoticed. He's messing. Tanner's up here messing with the soundboard. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I got I got cut off mid sentence, boys. Oh, football Coach But yeah, I agree with you. But um, honestly, once you've gotten to that level, you're already thinking that way anyway. You're mm-hmm. always on the chopping block, especially if you get drafted, especially if you're coming up as a free agent as an undrafted free agent, you're always on the chopping block and you've been on the chopping block and you've known it because these guys don't go into the draft, not knowing where roughly where they're going to get drafted. Yeah. And you can't tell me that if you're going to get drafted five, six, seven, that you're not worried. Shit. I really better show out this, uh, this uh, preseason where I may not make this team. I know this for those who listen, just because you, if y'all, as far as like the, the preseason, like as far as a vibe go, as far as um, almost getting cut, how it feels to be, almost be cut and have that opportunity to play. Shannon Sharp did a really good one too because he was a he was a seventh seventh round pick, right? He was a late round pick, and he kind of had that same thing. Like he was a tight end, and he thought he was going to be cut, then was picked up to play in the special teams, and then went from special teams to being a tight end to being one of the greatest tight ends that we've probably ever seen in college football or NFL. And he was, I mean, he didn't play at a Division One school. Like, he played at a really, really small school. But it's, it's really cool to, like, listen to. I remember listening to that before, and it's, it's really interesting. Right. So. So, so let's talk about individuals here. Let's talk about those okay. guys. Let's talk about those, uh, those guys that you don't expect to break out, but they do. Uh-huh. Do you have anybody this year that you're kind of watching that's, um, you, you know, that, you wouldn't, that, that wouldn't be the first name out of your mouth for a, breakup, for a breakout star? Uh, I Nick, you go first. Well, hell, I was gonna tell you to go first. You oh, want me to go first? Well, I'll go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I was gonna I'll go ahead go and first. start. I'll go ahead and start okay. from a, from okay. a homer's perspective. Well, Drew, Drew, you're 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 kind of oh home. No, hell oh, no, hell oh, no. Here we We're go. We're not gonna listen to this LSU bullshit. No, 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 if you, no absolutely if you say, not. You I want to hear Jameis it. Winston. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Traquan Smith. Okay, wide receiver. He's got to step up. On the opposite side of Michael Thomas, he's uh-huh. got a shot because, as we know, J- famous Jameis Crab Legs is gonna throw the ball all <laughs> over the yard. <laughs> so I'm I'm hoping for big things for him because he has the talent. He runs. He's like six four. He's like six four, two hundred something pounds, and runs like a four five four four. Like he has the body type and the ability to be a breakout receiver. Okay. Because everyone's going to be drawn towards Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara. I I, I want to see what he can do. So I got okay. one for you. I think um I think you're going to have George Kittle. I think you're going to have Travis Kelsey. And then this year, your number three tight end and uh, and fantasy and stats and everything like that. I think your breakout star is going to be Gerald Everett. 
tight end for the LA Rams. They've got, they finally got a running game with Cam Akers. They got a gunslinger with Matt Stafford coming in. I have my eyes on Gerald Everett this year to have a huge year in LA, a massive year, because I mean, everyone's going to be focused Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. I am 100% thinking that Gerald Everett's going to have a big year. Also, the opposite of Homer here, I want to go to the Buffalo Bills and I want to talk about Zach Moss. I think that kid, if he could stay healthy, will blow up this year. Okay. Him and Devin Singletary, that's one hell of a backfield. Yeah, but I'm, yeah. I mean, I think Singletary almost becomes an afterthought this year. Yeah, I think, I think me, he, he already with, did. He yeah, already you, did. Yeah, you had me with Gerald Everett, but Zach Moss, the only reason why I'm not sure on is because that offense is very, very pass-heavy. But will they be this year? I mean, and they. I think Buffalo feels more confident letting Josh Allen run the ball than they do their own running backs. Well. Honest, uh, honestly. We'll but, see how that goes. This one, this pick might be a kind of surprise for people as far as a breakout star, I think. <clears throat> I think Daniel Jones might be a breakout star this year. Mm, I think so, too. And I, I think, I mean. I'm going they, with the they, same team. Just they so finally, you know. fi- I mean, let, Saquon, I think this is Saquon's last year as far as being, like, he could be, if he's not healthy after this year, they're going to have to look at other options. But I think they'll, he'll finally get healthy. The offensive line got a little better in the offseason. They got a true number one wide receiver in Kenny Galladay. I mean, Daniel Jones, and plus they, they still got, um, uh, who's, uh, who's their tight end? God, I can't think of it. Um, Evan Ingram. I mean, after he really doesn't have a lot of excuses. No, nah, pres- pressure's and on. Their defense isn't that Their secondary is not that great, so he's going to get to throw the ball a lot. Uh, I just, I think that, Daniel Jones is probably going to, you know, open some eyes out there. Might win some games for for the Giants. Might lose some games, but he's definitely he's going to be a lot better than he did last year. We did just get a comment from Austin Regula saying uh, Everett is a weird way, a really weird way to say Kyle Pitts, my guy. Oh well, <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, like the rookies are in our next conversation. That's uh... yeah, the and that's why I had to pivot because my my person was going to be um, Kadarius Tony. But see, my I had him say, too. Right. So, uh, but, but right now, I think the breakout star is going to be Saquon Barkley. I think, and I, I think, think that's Saquon, a, I think that's a good one. I think Saquon's going to come back strong this year. Yeah, just because of his injuries. He's not like, I mean, he's a superstar, but he hasn't had that. Right. He's, yeah, but he needs to break out. He's, do he, it. he's always been the, the center of that offense, and then he gets hurt. Yeah. He's always good for a few weeks, then he gets hurt. But now that offense, Daniel Jones, everybody that the, all the pieces that they've put around there, yeah. he's no longer has to be that center. So right. they really that offense is actually starting to look really, really nasty. So I think that uh, Saquon, this could be Saquon's best year right here. Mm. They've they okay. put in the pieces, they put in the receivers, the the linemen, and Daniel Jones has done nothing but grow every single year. How confident are you? Like you at fantasy football, are you taking him your first your first running back? Oh yeah. Number so one overall. It depends on number one no, overall. He not, not number one. I don't believe he's worth number one overall okay. anyway. Who so do you I'd take never... number one overall this year? CMC. Uh, you, know, you know how you figure that out? Tune into the Fantasy Football MD yeah. show next, uh, <laughs> starting next week. There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There's your shameless there plug. You I don't there know, though. That, that's a hell of a question. Um, I want to do one more breakout star since somebody mentioned the Falcons over there. I really okay. do think um, I think Mike Davis can have a good year for Atlanta. I mean, they've got an offensive-minded coach finally coming in with yeah. Arthur Smith when they've been stuck uh, so many years under a defensive-minded coach. Um, having Kyle Pitts there, having Calvin Ridley there, having such a pass-heavy team is going to take um, 
going to take attention off that running game. And Mike Davis did a great job last year filling in for McCaffrey. Um, he obviously didn't put up McCaffrey numbers, but I think this will be the first time Atlanta's had a true running back since, um, I mean, God, you got to go back to almost like Michael Turner, right? Um, yeah, and even right. he was kind of on the downslide then. Um, Devontae Freeman, but he had his injury issues. So it'll I be nice. I can say this, that most of those guys that do exactly what you're saying typically don't pan out. No, yeah. I mean, that's... I mean, uh, just uh, just on, in the past, it really wah, never wah. works out that way. <laughs> just, I mean, I hope it does because I, I like Atlanta. I'm not an Atlanta fan, but I like Atlanta. Yeah. I'd like to see them doing well, especially because... especially. <laughs> when they have the ball, because if they don't, they are a drag to watch. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> you got to have something <laughs> offensively to keep you in, you know, actually entertained. But so I hope he is good. But typically when they do all of this, just like uh, some, some of the other running backs that have done it, have done come up just because of injuries or whatever, and then they get traded or they sign somewhere else. And then they think they, they put all their chips in on this one guy and then they're complete shit. No, yeah, I mean that's a that's a really fair fair assessment. I mean, we've seen that with guys in the past, many of them. Uh, I mean, who was the dude? Just, I mean, who was the dude that took over for um, Todd Gurley? It was was it Malcolm Brown? Yeah, we thought yeah. that he was going to be Malcolm the Brown. superstar last year and, and fell off. Now he's a Miami Dolphin. And then he so. lost. Yeah, he loses huh. his job to a yeah. rookie to a rookie Cam Makers. I mean, but Cam Makers is amazing. So I mean, we I, I mean we can't say like oh to a rookie because right. he lost it to Cam Makers. Well, mean, listen, Cam Makers was going to come in and start for pretty much anybody. Just like our next topic, what rookie is going to come in this year? Rookie of the year, where are we going? Marcus, what you got? I mean, I'm not going to throw names like Trevor Lawrence, Justin Field. I'm not going to. I'm not going to do things like that. Um, Tomorrow and I mean, uh, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done. That's my one. That's my one. Oh man, I mean. Uh, there's, I mean, Jalen Waddle could come in there and do very great things. I guess it all depends on how Tua does with that. Um, yeah, that's, my only that's, argument against that is that for the first time ever, Miami's receiver core is loaded, loaded. I don't, I just don't know how yeah. much how much Waddle's going to get. Right. With a guy um, who doesn't, who's not a gunslinger. Yeah, I mean, then you look at Devontae Smith, like the, the whole thing. Philadelphia is just a train wreck. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so, I mean, I hate to homer it, man, but Micah Parsons, I mean, that, I mean, I don't our, think that's a bad pick. I don't no, think I mean, that's my, a bad pick. No, Micah, Par Micah, the year. Micah Parsons, I mean, at, I mean, the what whole reason. That, Drew? No, it, defensive rookie of the year. Oh, okay. I, uh, you said, okay. I was like, my God. No. I was no. like, I mean, did we just, did Aaron Donald <laughs> just retire? Like, what happened? No. Yeah. <laughs> is, is Jalen Ramsey not play anymore? Like, is yeah. there something I don't know Derwin about? James? Derwin is, James is going to be is a there, reckoning is, out there. Is, yeah, but no. I'm excited I think, to see think, him healthy. I think yeah. Micah, I think, yeah. I think Micah Parsons is going to do really well for, for Dallas, our linebacker course. They'll have the whole late Vanderish thing. Like, is he going to be, like, what is his health issue going on? Jalen Smith is he's still productive, but he's not the Jalen Smith production that in the past that got on that contract extension. And he's gonna be he's he's gonna be the Mike over in Dallas. So we'll see. I, I'm really excited about that pick and him playing there. I'll um I'll kind of throw you a curveball here. And I, I Nick, I hate to do this to you because you just said it a few minutes ago, but I'm gonna steal it because I already had it down. But I got Don't take my shit. I gotta Don't take my Oh my god, I'm so sorry. All right, so Go I'll ahead. just I'll just say KD. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I already had it down, but um, Kadarius Tony, I think, has the um, he's Percy Harvin. He's I don't think he's as electric as Percy Harvin was, 
but he's got um he's better at breaking tackles. He's a, I think he's a little bit better of a pass catcher. I just think Percy Harvin had that next next level ability once. There was there was, but I I don't believe that uh, Percy Harvin had it at Florida. When he went to the NFL, he was great. Right. For a very little bit of time. Well, he also only had he had Christian Ponder throwing him the ball. So that doesn't. <laughs> yeah, that's not... true, too. But there was also times where it, he just didn't seem the same, which I know that the, the speed is different NFL to NCAA. But right. It's still I mean, with that kind of versatility, I don't feel like they ever really used him the way that they that Florida did either. I feel mm-hmm. like Florida really got his potential out. Well, he also had those like he had like migraines like. It was like every yeah. week. I mean, he was right. up for like a, like four weeks one time because of yeah, a migraine. That's true. Like, that is true. Well, listen, I, I gave you a um, I gave you a Florida player, so I have to go a little bit Homer here, and I have to, <laughs> I I I'd be kind of remiss if I didn't mention Asante Samuel Jr. I think he went to the absolute perfect situation for him to go to in L.A. Um, he's going to be playing on the same side of the field as Derwin James if he stays healthy. Um, I I really I expect big things from him. Other than that, Michael Parsons, great pick, Marcus. Um. Defensive rookie of the year, in my opinion, if he stays healthy as well. Um, we know Dallas has a history of having really good defensive anchors in the in the middle. The bad thing is they have a history of always being hurt. So let's hope that Michael Parsons can break that chain. And uh just an honorable mention, um, I'd like I think Devontae Smith's gonna have a good year. So out of, out of so the, I, just, I would go ahead. I would say mine, since you stole it, uh I'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. I I mean, I no. already had it written down. No, you're good. I, I'm gonna say uh, Najee Harris. Mm, that's Ooh, a good one. That's a good I didn't one. Think about that one, like man. It. That's yeah. a good so one. I'm gonna say like Najee Harris. I mean, Drew he's over there his head. in in Pittsburgh, and, and notoriously a running team. And I think they're gonna run the ball more now than than they normally do. Uh, I I mean, I think they they could bring them back to. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, uh, you're right. drawing a blank here on the, <laughs> their last running back. Le'Veon, good. Le'Veon, yeah. So James, I mean, oh, that, okay. Don't don't disrespect James Conner totally like that. Yeah, he wasn't Le'Veon. They're gonna bring it back to Le- well. I'm not saying that James Conner isn't good. What I'm saying is when they had Le'Veon, they had a whole different offense. Yeah. James Conner is great, but Le'Veon brought something totally different when Le'Veon was good with Pittsburgh. Now, I mean, <laughs> right. I think James Conner is a player that could go anywhere and actually play very well. He's in Arizona right now. I think I think he's. I mean, yeah. what, all I'm saying is he could play on any team and do great. Right, but right. Le'Veon obviously can't. <laughs> yeah. Well, but he also went to the Jets, where players' careers go to die. Yes. Yeah. Speak, speaking so. on Arizona, my uh, I, I guess you could call him a sleeper for the uh, for the offensive rookie of the year, Rondell Moore. He's a wide receiver, came out of Purdue. He's a little undersized. He's only 5'7", 181. But dude, look at Tyreek Hill. I mean, it's... His, his NFL comparison is Tyler Lockett. But dude is an absolute stud. Like, runs a 4'2", 9. Damn. And Damn. has the... Uh, run that in the draft? In, like, in his pro day? Yeah. But does that transfer to on the field? Because we've seen guys no. look at, like, he, John Ross. Like, he also has a 4'2", 5-inch vertical. It's just a four two five inch vertical. 42 point forty-two and a half. You made it easy. Four man. two what? five <laughs> dash dash. 
<laughs> what you can't you can't put numbers together? Four point two five inches would not be good. Ask my wife. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The, 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 the funniest part about this, Drew, uh, can I not put numbers together? Oh, yes, I definitely can. But I have played cornhole with you. Yes, to watch that man try to Mats. add ones and threes <laughs> is absolutely hilarious. Mats. That's Drew, I said, so Drew, what's the score? And he was like. Uh yeah, uh, three <laughs> yellow. I'm like, <laughs> you gotta carry the one. You gotta carry the two and add the four. And I'm surprised Drew doesn't play like if you ask the score, he's like, and Drew goes, we're up by three. You're like, ain't no shit. Ain't no way. You didn't make quit, it on the board the whole time. Quick maths ain't much. Hey, I went to school for the three R's: reading, writing, and arithmetic. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my goodness. You just kind of uh you're acting like a fourth R. Let's um let's move on. <laughs> That's why I'm the show bitch. <laughs> you just stay in your It's not as funny when you say it. It's not as funny. See, nothing you do is good. <laughs> see, I mean, see, this is what I was saying. This is this has got to be his role. We have to just mentally I'm abuse just him. The show bitch. If the if I'm just the show. If the, if the listener doesn't feel bad for Drew after this show, then we're not doing this right. Please. That's exactly right. We're not doing this right. Um all and right, the so fact the, that he's a ginger. So I, I mean it, it's like Oh, hey, you can't be throwing on. the G, you can't be throwing the G word around. Like hey, hey, so good. My bad, my bad. Can I yeah. can I get my juice box now or later? Yeah. Oh my god, god with just... this stupid ass joke. <laughs> 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 All right, fellas. I want to close this out with one more thing. MVP this year. Your dark horse and your favorite. It, it, do yeah. your favorite first and then your dark horse but you know what let's show, let's let show bitch feel like he's you know kind of a part of this so let's oh, like, uh, yeah. wow let show bitch go first wow wow okay. okay yeah i like this go ahead okay well uh, all right i'm bored with it so what are we <laughs> <laughs> yeah you celebrated way too damn long drew you should have just oh. jumped in it yeah uh. go ahead go ahead favorite is patrick mahomes because why not oh he, my he, god hey, of course hey, wait He's he's got to be the favorite. He's got a upgraded offensive line. He's got all of his receivers back. Like, why not? And my dark horse, I've got two. It's either got to be Baker Mayfield or Matthew Stafford. Because mm. Matthew Stafford, he's finally, finally in the big lights where actual eyes will see him. Because he's been putting up statistics in Detroit, but no one ever pays attention because he's in Detroit. Right. So also you get him throws for fifty times a game, it, right? Yeah, but you get him in a on a winning team. Everybody's already going to be like, "Oh my god, where has this guy been? What has he been doing?" There you mm. go. Fair enough. Fair enough. What you got, Marcus? Uh, so my favorite for the MVP is none other than the man himself up in Buffalo, Mr. Josh Allen. Mm, interesting. Ooh, okay. All right. I, All I right. mean, he did very, very well last year. So I think he will continue to strive with that success. So my uh, <clears throat> my dark horse is uh, honestly Dak Prescott. No oh boy. I, I mean, mean I, I guess it's not it's not unfair to say. I mean, I, before he got injured, he was averaging you know he was doing very 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 well. Now, mind you, the defense was absolute it's dog shit. Dude. Hey, padding but, stats. He was padding stats. <laughs> yeah, but you know, still. I mean. But, I, but, you know, with hopefully, I say hopefully with uh, everybody coming back healthy and the fact that 
Jerry Earl Jones decided to uh, draft nothing but defense, hopefully alleviates the pain from that. And as long as the offensive line stays healthy, I mean, I think he's got a shot. I, I, don't, I don't think he will, but he might be that like fourth to sixth as far as, you know, um, in that MVP ranking goes at the end of the season. But who knows? If he averages 490 to 510 yards a game, what the hell? Why not? Fair so enough. I would say mine is going to be Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to come back and win it again. Oh, here we Ooh. go. I do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we brother. can we can sit here and we can talk about like, well, yeah, like you look at these stats over here and all this other <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> but Aaron Rodgers is fucking good every <laughs> single year, and he's going to be one of the best again this year. Yep. No matter what team he plays for. And his sleeper is Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, my is my dark horse. I think is actually going to be Jameis Winston. Yo, hey yo, uh, ladies and gentlemen, our episode has now ended after that bullshit. Shit, 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 take. Hold on, I like it. I no, like it. Nick, Nick. I, I mean, it it could work. It could work. You know, um, I I don't I don't hate. I'm not it. saying he's going to win it. I'm saying he's right. gonna. I think he's actually going to put up very good numbers this year. Well, you he's never he had put up forty and forty. Well, he's touchdowns for interceptions. Fuck Sean Payton. I, I think let that, that happen. interceptions is going to be <laughs> the one thing that keeps him away from it. Sean All I'm Payton saying is, if you happen. look at, if you look at just his, I think he's going to. He might lead the league in touchdowns. Well, let me let me um let me throw this but at he you. Also, about is going to lead the league in interceptions. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, listen, listen. To a couple of years ago, he led the NFL in passing yards, and he was second yep. in the NFL in passing touchdowns. Now he did throw a yep. lot of interceptions, but what did he not have in Tampa Bay? He didn't have. He he didn't have a true number one receiver because Mike Evans nope. took naps the whole time that Jameis was, was in terrible. Tampa Bay. He was not yep. running the correct routes. I mean, he'd had a bad year last year. Um, mm-hmm. Chris Godwin didn't emerge until his last year. Um, mm-hmm. He did not ever have an offensive line. He got sacked more than anybody game. in the NFL. And that was he the never... first thing Tampa did was to to correct the offensive line. Yep. And they hired what like a new starting five. I mean, yep. it was like. Almost every person got got replaced. So he didn't have that. I think the the Saints offensive line is actually a top ten ranked offensive yeah. line. He's so he's gonna have that. And he never had a running back. Yeah. And the Tampa. son of a bitch has had LASIK. And he's Everybody had LASIK eye surgery. That. Yes. <laughs> so I mean, I expect that I expect that interception count to take a huge hit this year. Now that he's got and I mean Alvin Kamara is special. He's never had that. Yeah, all he's I'm saying never had is that. Just... Jameis Winston was at his best when he could throw the ball deep. And check the ball down. Yeah, so that, that was in the where, playoffs. He did that. It was like a like a wildcat kind of thing, and he was out there on the outside, and he threw a dime. It was like fifty five yeah. yards, I believe, to Traquan Smith. Exactly. So I, I actually see a lot think of that. that the offense, the the pieces that the Saints has on offense, the defense is not bad at all, and the offensive line is great, or not great, but it's it's a good offensive line. Yeah, they have a good team, and I think I, I think he's going to be probably. Top seven quarterback this year. We'll we'll see. I mean, there's still like 35 million under the over the salary cap, so you know they probably still. That is true. They might have to say, you know what, Jameis, I'm sorry. Yeah, like sorry, sorry, Jameis. You know, three of your starting five offensive linemen are going to be here by training camp. We're going to go to right now. I also said the Atlanta Braves were going to be number one in the NL East, and uh, they're fourth. So, I mean, what what can I say? So, I mean, my takes are shit, 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 take. So, um. My favorite for the MVP award, Nick Castellanos, because Ronald Acuna is a bum. <laughs> but um, oh. kind of going. Uh, <laughs> hey. uh, oh my goodness! Uh, well, I'm, 
I keep yelling like that, and they're going to call on me in this game. Yeah. Oh, right I here. mean, hashtag, yeah. hashtag fuck Acuna. <laughs> no, no. Um, no. So I've got the hell out of here. I've got two favorites, and I've got two dark horses. Um, number one favorite's the obvious pick with Patrick Mahomes. Um, he, he the dude's going to light it up again this year. They he didn't have an offensive line last year, and they did a lot of work on that this year. So yeah. I fully expect. I, I mean, the Chiefs could go. They could win seventeen games. They can go yeah. seventeen and zero. I mean, they they might be the first team to ever do that. I just tried um, not to pick Patrick Mahomes because I think yeah, he no. is the pick. Well, that like that's how, why I mean that's why I picked two. Yeah. Um, my other pick is Lamar Jackson. Um, and now, I don't like that. Oh, I mean, no. I've never, I mean, what's last, the last running back to Wimbledon was Adrian Peterson. <laughs> Lamar hey. Jackson won. Hey. Lamar Jackson won it two years ago. But um, I think Lamar Jackson's going to have a better year this year. I think he's going to throw the ball a little bit better. We've seen him. He's been working on it really well. Uh, they've got Sammy Watkins coming in. I understand Sammy Watkins cannot stay healthy ever, but mm-hmm. he's got a true number one running back now with uh, J.K. Dobbins. He's got Gus Edwards still there, so they're going to run the ball a lot. They're going to throw the ball a lot. Um, oh. They they drafted a couple receivers as well. So I think he's going to uh, – I think he's one of my favorites. Now, Dark Horses, uh, Marcus had him as a favorite. I have him as a dark horse because I don't think he was as close as people said last year. But I have Josh Allen as one of my dark horses. Uh, listen, the, the dude's a gamer. The dude's a, he's just a baller. The one thing he's got to do better is he's he's got to pat he's got to throw the ball better. Yeah. And he's, so you're he's, hold on. I, I hate to cut. So you're saying that Lamar has a better chance to win MVP over Josh Allen in your yeah, eyes? Absolutely, absolutely. And you just said that the one thing with Josh Allen needs to do is throw the ball better. But well, he doesn't run the Lamar- ball as well as Lamar Jackson. You'd be an idiot to think otherwise. <laughs> I mean, nobody does. <laughs> no, but I mean, he, he's what Josh Allen isn't. He's not an elite passer. I mean, he just he went deep to Stephon Diggs, and it worked out for him a couple times. I mean, he's not an elite passer. He's gonna have to get better at throwing the ball. I mean, that's because he's not gonna do it on his legs because he's he's too damn slow. He's he's not he doesn't have the quick feet movement that Lamar Jackson I think, has. So I think Josh Allen scored the second most touchdowns and or actually scored the most touchdowns as a quarterback last season. I yeah, but you're talking about from five yards out. You're, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about pure. I'm talking about pure ability. I'm talking about pure ability. I expect yes, absolutely. I expect Lamar Jackson to have a better year. Um, mm-hmm. and then another dark horse I had was uh Drew took it, but I'm gonna Baker Mayfield. Uh, he had a phenomenal year last year, and I fully expect him to do it again this year. I mean, they they've, done, they've gotten better. He's going to have Nick Chubb healthy. Is this the is this the year he actually puts it together for a full year? I would think he yeah. he did that last year though. I mean, he had a couple of rough games, but so did Tom Brady. And and also yeah. from that standpoint, how does getting Odell back does that? Just now, let's. Oh. That's going to be a major factor. I I don't think Odell finishes the year on the Browns personally. I think Baker Mayfield took a huge step up once uh, Odell was out last year, and I know yeah. that they recognized that, and they drafted, a wide, I think, a wide receiver in the third round, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to affect them. I don't know if they've worked on their chemistry. Odell's a diva. He's very talented. But with him on the – I mean, it's kind of like uh, Matt Ryan did better with Julio Jones off the field last year. When you don't yeah. have that pressure, when you don't have to 100% hit that guy every time yeah. – I mean, it does take a lot of pressure off of you. So the, I don't the know. The only the only issue with Baker, as far as even in the MVP conversation, is the fact that they have the best one-two duo running back in the NFL in Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Yep. When they run, when they run the ball, they are so damn good. They right. are so good. If they can run the ball. I mean, I think both both running backs last year averaged over five and a half yards carry. You don't have to throw the ball. 
I, you don't. So I wonder how much that's going to play into that because their defense is really good. And if you have a good yeah, running, I disagree that you don't have to throw the ball. Well, I'm saying if you have two great two running backs that that average five and a half yards a, a carry, and you have a defense that I believe the Browns were like fifth, sixth best last year, you don't yeah, but, have to unless you need to. But Baker also threw the ball a ton last year. Yeah, but I think so they this, averaged five yards a carry because they couldn't stack the box based solely on the fact that Baker was throwing the ball. 30 times, 40 times a game. Yeah. If you just throw, just run the ball, they're just going to stack the box. Right. So two names. His arm beat you. So then I just don't think his arm's going to be able to beat you if you have three guys in your face. Right. So two names I want to throw out, maybe possible dark, dark horses, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson. What do you guys think? I think, um, I think Kyler Murray for sure. Russell Wilson, they didn't do anything to help him this off season. So I think you're going to see a big time continuation of his struggles in the second half of last year. Yeah, I think yeah, but the I, Drew, you mentioned um, uh, Matthew Stafford, right? Yeah, that was as one of yours. Yeah, I think that's a really really good one too. Um, other than that, I said, um, it's there's a lot of people who could honestly, and, and it's it's up for grabs. Yeah, How about any rookies? So. We, any rookies that could Trevor, that could yeah, do it? Trevor Lawrence. That's about I don't it. think there's ever I I don't think there's ever been a rookie to win an MVP award ever. I'll, I'll tell you right now, if there's going to be one, it's going to be Trevor Lawrence. He's got the weapons. I think it's going to be either mechanics. him or or Fields. Fields yeah, could I do it too. Fields. Well, well Fields we, could. We did uh, we did get a comment from Bo Green saying he could see Aaron Rodgers winning it, but would like to see a running back win it, like Derrick Henry or Dalvin Cook. Yeah, see, Dalvin Cook's the it's the same conversation that we had earlier about somebody else. It's he's got to stay healthy, man. I mean, I love Dalvin Cook. I think that he could be your offensive player of the year. I mean, I think that when healthy, he's the best true running back in the league. But yeah, he's he hasn't been healthy. So is that really an argument? Can I even argue? I, would your best true running back be more of Derrick Henry? Well, no, I'm I'm talking a kind of more of a um like you, he's catch, he can catch the ball. He all can around. run the ball like all around. Oh, okay. I'm okay. All around. Okay. Like, true, so like, I, I would, yeah, I, I agree. I, I, and just to answer a question from earlier, first running back, it's got to be one of those two. Yeah. 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 I, I, I mean, mean it, honestly, just to bring that back, just to answer that question, it's got to be one of those two. <laughs> P, PPR, I might, I might look at Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey. Um, standard. You wouldn't go wrong with Christian McCaffrey, but the problem is, is Christian McCaffrey is, I mean, he's hurt just like everybody else coming up. Oh, last year, and last can... year was like that one year that everybody got hurt last year. So yeah, that's, that's true. We we can put an asterisk to that and restart because yeah, everybody that's true. Buddy got hurt. COVID COVID really fucked last year up. Yeah, Th- thankfully yeah. it's not going to do that this year. It it did, wait, man. Wait, it, wait, what? COVID what? was bad. What the hell? Uh, yeah, COVID <laughs> fucked everything up. I mean, like, yeah. like we were we were like breaking news. I don't know if you this just in COVID suck. <laughs> it, was, it was fucking awful. Fucking awful. By the Sounds way, like the, a, uh, the bolts are tied right now still with the Montreal. So I'm gonna uh I'm okay. gonna end this show and get home and watch the second and third period. But guys, it was a great time. Um go like uh, Nick said in the beginning, share the stream. Uh, like they said, go follow us on social media, go find us everywhere. Um, big week next week for the um, for the network. So if you pray, think about us. If you're into that kind of thing, um, either way, keep us in your thoughts. Uh, wish us luck. However, you got to do it. See if see us in passing. Shoot us a message. Big week for the network next week. So um, we're out of here. We'll be back next Wednesday night. Mm-hmm.